Hi everyone, welcome to Legal Talks by Desi Kanun. I am Suyash and today I will discuss the case of DLF Home Developers Limited versus Rajapura Homes Private Limited and another. Wherein the Honorable Supreme Court discussed Section 11 of the Arbitration and Conciliation Act that deals with appointment of arbitrators. The facts of the case are not necessary for the purposes of this show and hence the same are not being discussed here. But before adverting any further, let us understand the basics of Section 11 of the Arbitration Act. Section 11 subsection 1 provides that a person of any nationality may be appointed as an arbitrator. Section 11 subsection 2 provides that the parties are free to agree on a procedure for appointing the arbitrator. Section 11 subsection 6 provides that where the parties fail to reach an agreement relating to appointment of arbitrator or fails to appoint the same and if the agreement does not provide for any means for securing the appointment, then the parties may approach the Supreme Court or the High Court as the case may be for such appointment. Under Section 11 subsection 6a, the court must confine its examination to the existence of an arbitration agreement and designate an appropriate arbitrator. In order to understand Section 11 of the Arbitration Act in a better manner, let us go through the pertinent observations by the Supreme Court. Firstly, the court observed that the jurisdiction of this court under Section 11 is primarily to find out whether there exists a written agreement between the parties for resolution of disputes through arbitration and whether the aggrieved party has made out a prima facie arbitrable case. The limited jurisdiction, however, does not denude this court of its judicial function to look beyond the bare existence of an arbitration clause to cut the deadwood. Secondly, it was noted that the court, with a view to prevent wastage of public and private resources, may conduct prima facie review at the stage of reference to weed out any frivolous or vexatious claims. Thirdly, the court opined that the stage of appointment of arbitrator is not the stage for the court to enter into a mini-trial or elaborate review so as to usurp the jurisdiction of the arbitral tribunal. but the real purpose is to affirm and uphold integrity and efficacy of arbitration as an alternate dispute resolution mechanism. Fourthly, the court clarified that under Section 11, the court has to refer a matter to arbitration or to appoint an arbitrator as the case may be unless a party has established a prima facie case of non-existence of valid arbitration agreement by summarily portraying a strong case that he is entitled to such a finding. Fifthly, the court discussed the three guiding principles with respect to the scope of the court to examine the prima facie validity of an arbitration agreement. 1. Whether the arbitration agreement was in writing. 2. Whether the arbitration agreement constitutes as a valid and a legal contract. Three whether the subject matter of the dispute is arbitrable. Sixthly, it was observed that the courts are not expected to act mechanically merely to deliver 
a purported dispute raised by an applicant at the doors of the chosen arbitrator. On the contrary, the courts are obliged to apply their mind to the core preliminary issues, albeit within the framework of Section 11, Subsection 6A of the Act. Such a review is not intended to assert the jurisdiction of the arbitral tribunal, but is aimed at streamlining the process of arbitration. Therefore, even when an arbitration agreement exists, it would not prevent the court to decline a prayer for reference if the dispute in question does not correlate to the said agreement. And lastly, the court noted that in cases where there are two valid arbitration clauses in a dispute, the court is expected to harmonize such arbitration clauses and find a way forward. Those were the observations by the court. So what are my concluding remarks? In conclusion, it could be said that in order to attract applicability of Section 11 of the Arbitration Act, A. The arbitration agreement must be in writing. B. The arbitration agreement must be a valid and a legal contract. C. The subject matter of the dispute must be arbitrable and not frivolous or vexatious. D. The dispute raised must relate to the agreement between the parties. And E. In case of existence of two valid arbitration clauses, the court must harmonize such clauses to uphold the integrity and efficacy of arbitration as an alternate dispute resolution mechanism. Hence, I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. Thank you for listening. Please do not forget to like and subscribe us. And if you have any comments, please make them in the comments section. See you next time. Till then, stay tuned.